following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, now sponsored by AkaiCon, August 7th through 9th at the Cool Springs Convention Center in the Franklin Marriott Hotel. Go to akaicon.com now for more information and how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch. Yes, I'm back. And with <laughs> me, I have... Is Samurai Derail Maddox. And... Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. And... Jen, a.k.a. Tarzana. Yay. Yes, our yeah. favorite target of sexual harassment. <laughs> so, starting already. What? I have to dance. I just, <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything. <laughs> First of all, let's congratulate Sketch for finally throwing Tim the Toolman Taylor out of his house. And uh, hey. it's just really only just temporary. Us. I did what I could in my absence, Sketch. If it wasn't good enough, I apologize. No, no, that's that's fine. Though I do kind of wish you had edited last week's episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I I didn't have... want to put that off until Friday, but I was just, I just, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you got a smack for every day. Yeah. <laughs> and that would have been three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, twice, three times, you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, when the batters swing at uh, Bugs Bunny's slow ball in Looney Tunes. One, two, three, you're out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that is a good bit. Sad thing, I wake up until a couple hours later. <laughs> <laughs> well, we decided because One Piece recently aired its 300th episode on Toonami, not that Toonami has played 300 episodes of it, that we would take the time to discuss One Piece at length for our topic this week. But, of course, first we have our usual recaps. So let's get into it with Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill, episode 15. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. <laughs> Have you noticed that a lot of the the uh, titles for Kill a Kill are song titles? Yeah, well, yeah. actually, uh, actually, Outrack of Seven did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not too uncommon with uh with anime. You got some you got some savants there when it comes to music and all that, and it's actually really cool. In this episode of Kill a Kill, we return to the battlefield in Osaka, and I swear, is that a reference to Akira? The way that the big red Osaka letters showed up. <laughs> That's what I was uh, thinking immediately. Maybe. Maybe. Knowing Kill the Kill, nothing is outside the realm of possibility like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. The big red kanji text happens all the time, but I think that's one of the few or only instances where they had big red English letters. As we open up the episode, we have uh, 
the battle going on in Osaka, and Mikisugi is uh, on his way to Nudist Beach. Shiny man tits. <laughs> Nipples. Shiny purple nips. It's just random that he's driving naked. <laughs> Dude, driving naked is awesome. You've never been sketch? I'm sure Jen has. <laughs> hey, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's the other stuff we're thinking of. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Samugu's also on his way to the battlefield. He, he enters the fray. And uh, Takarada, who we can all agree is a total riot, particularly in the dub. <laughs> it's a pimp named Takarada. That's right. <laughs> a pimp named Takarada is facing down Satsuki, who has arrived on the battlefield. And they have a exchange of words. And Satsuki shows everybody that uh, fear is a much more useful motivator than Money. (laughs) (laughs) I have fear. And once all of his homies are gone, a pimp named Takarada busts out his golden crab armor. uh, Those are the crabs that you want to get, people. (laughs) Say no to that crab. And say no to its crab paste. (laughs) Hey, all over, man. I was so weak. I was weak as hell. Just took a giant dump on him. I'm sitting there like, what? Kill a kill? What? I uh, I quit. I, 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 I don't I don't understand what's and now he's now he's he's firing it. He's cooking it. What the? What? <laughs> Too much of that episode was me just going what? Yeah. And it was so freaking funny though, entertaining. Mm-hmm. And even for Kill a Kill, that's like ridiculous <laughs> for me to be asking what. I mean, like when I saw the sub, Takarada was like over the top, but mm-hmm. Ben Diskin just took it to another level with the English version. Is friend of the podcast, Benjamin Diskin, the guy that nearly killed me. <laughs> it's okay, Jim. You're still here. You're black. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ryuko shows up and she uh, challenges Lady Satsuki while uh, Takarada is fighting with uh, ah, his, his yeah Sonagayama, who has unleashed his new Goku uniform because they're all getting new Goku uniforms, of course. <laughs> and he beats him uh, pretty pretty dang easily, and then uh, proceeds to stick the kendo stick up uh, his hole. Multiple times, I might add. Yeah, he was hitting the C-spot a whole lot. Oh, my. And then there was only one hole left. And (laughs) And that's the... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we know what hole that was. (laughs) The black cherry. (laughs) (laughs) See, he's a guy that would appreciate two fingers. Ah. Yeah, he would. (laughs) There you go. It hurts so good. <laughs> Let me make it rain for you, baby, while you do this. <laughs> Ryuko decides that she can use part of her skin to activate Senkets, at least temporarily. She can't really do that for a long time. They, they say that even a minute would be too much. She's like, ah, I can do it in 30 seconds. Don't worry. Basically, it would uh, melt Drink. her skin off. Yeah. 
And it looked like it would. My gosh. It was like her her hand was on fire. <laughs> looked like it, yeah. yeah. So she challenges Satsuki and takes back the glove and properly synchronizes, and they go at it. And then uh, it's revealed that this whole plot of the Tri-City raid trip to attract the attention of nudist beach and bring them out into the open. And sure enough, that all succeeds and nudist beach shows up to the battle in there. This was the naked people in armor. That's like just little legs and <laughs> neck armor. And they're, uh, they're inserted perpendicularly, but they can't use their arms. Yeah. It- it's like, kind of silly looking. Like, you know, I guess they're controlling the Meg through squeezing her butt cheeks or something. <laughs> I was going to say for the men, it would be through the power of boners, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a butt cheek boner type uh, tandem <laughs> technique or something. Because I'm pretty sure the women were doing Kegel exercises while they was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim. Jen is laughing because she Creativity knows about those Kegels. Creativity of uh, <laughs> Billy Kills, the unmatched. So, Jen, tell us about those Kegels. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, broken Jen tonight, people. The long and the short is uh, Ryuko and Satsuki end up in a draw. Just you- But Ryuko is able to reform Senkets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she was. Yeah. And even though it looks like Lady Satsuki has walked away from the battlefield not victorious, it seems that uh, Nan Jakuzre has been up to uh, no good and has destroyed the nudist beach base. So, even when you think she's not winning, she's still mm-hmm. winning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that episode of Kill a Kill. Darrell, what did you think? Dude, it was over the top. Takarada was by far the best part of this whole damn show. Not to mention Mako going on a motherfucking binge of just spending and eating. It's like, shoot me! Man, the way she was catching all the money, man, I was like, man, Mako had to work at a strip club at some point. <laughs> Cause strippers catch dope. Strippers catch dope like that. That was like some that was like some top level stripper shit right there. <laughs> and Pimp Daddy Takarada was just making it rain with his thugs and his boys doing, you know what I'm saying for sure? <laughs> it was all about that blank blank. <laughs> oh boy. Jen, what did you think? Um, great episode. But I did like the battle between Satsuki and Ryuko. I just thought I just think when they fight it's beautiful. It yeah. really is. You know? It's really it is intense and stunning and just it's a Marvelous. it's a clash of style. It's a clash of styles, though, because yeah, um, but it also reflects their personalities as well. Yeah, because yeah, you got orthodox versus unorthodox. Exactly. You got um, you know, just uh, kind of like fencing versus somebody who swings a bat like a Louisville slugger. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's probably like somebody swinging a golf club and a baseball bat because you know how it is, Jim. Jim. Oh yeah. When we first started playing golf, how you swing your club just like a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but power instead of finesse. Exactly. She just goes to she goes for the decapitation instead, just uh, looking to decapitate somebody instead of like you know breaking them down or anything. Oh yeah. Like, Ryuko don't Ryuko don't need no stinking strategy. No, she don't. True that. True that. 
All right, let's do the Toonami talkbacks. Uh, the first one comes from The Real Don East. Satsuki even gains victories in defeat. This is the might and radiance of our queen. Shame, fucking queen. <laughs> SL the FMA says, I'm always one to agree that the dub of Kill a Kill has great writing, but I feel that this episode was especially great. Hell yeah, it was great, man. Mm-hmm. They was making it rain the whole damn time. Still also, dollar catching skills. Man, also, uh, hopping alongside Ryuko. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was kind of. Funny. Oh yeah, that was cute. That was kind of cute. <laughs> oh yeah, that was cute. To, yeah, it's forgot, like a little puppy. Yeah, I forgot to mention like the Osaka and Kanto um rivalry anyway too. Mm-hmm. The, the you know the Osaka monkey and the Kanto monkey going at it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I forgot all about that because it is kind of like a big rivalry between Kanto people and Osaka. <laughs> You know, you're not the only one who thought that uh, Sen Ken's hopping along was amusing. Uh, da FQ. Dow fact. Well, Dow frequently asks questions. It's Dow. Yeah. Okay. Dow fact. I like well, actually, I looked at his Twitter handle is Dow FAQ. No, actually, I know what it is. It's the f. <laughs> just trying to say the f, but you know, I'm going to just call you the Falk. Hmm. Falk? Oh, he says, funny moments of the night, Gamagori's constant concern for Mako, and Senkets hopping along next to Ryuko like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I choose you, Mako! Senkets, Mako Senkets. wasn't giving up Senkets. that blade, though. I choose you. Senkets, I choose you. You vile hellhound! <laughs> <laughs> Starstorm writes in, wow, Takarada really got screwed over this episode, both figuratively and and literally. It's okay, but she's the family. And did. And lastly, Keikaku Cat writes in, Kill a Kill had amazing animation this week, and the crazy robo-crab butts. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we just learned one thing. Takarada, when he gets an STD, he gets golden crabs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ooh. The real just knows how to make everything classy, trashy. Yeah, I'll see. <laughs> I suppose it's a bit of a spoiler, but we uh, we have an interview coming up that will detail uh, some of the process that went into forming the dialogue and the persona of Takarada for the dub of Kill Kill, and it is not from Ben Diskin. We uh, recently interviewed Alex Vaughn David, the... ADR director and scriptwriter for Kill a Kill, Sword Art Online, Blue Exorcists, Monica, Haruhi, and uh, a bunch of other cool stuff. He's uh, Anaplex's go-to man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Uh, I think he mostly works for Bang Zoom, and yeah, he did all those shows. And I think it's a really interesting interview, and I hope people enjoy it. And. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to post that, because it's long. (laughs) It's long, and I I mostly just have to uh, tweak the uh, parts where we're like, oh, okay, Uh, transition point. Uh, What do we do now? (laughs) Because honestly, he answered so many of the questions that we had without prompting. He, He just continued talking and 
and had uh, lots of things to say and hit all the beats that we were hoping to get to with without us rather along just like so blah 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 and blah blah blah, blah. yeah yes <laughs> because you know how it is when Paul asks a question <clears throat> no he was pretty much quiet the entire time because uh, his his Woo-hoo! kid was trying to sleep so. I uh, I took point on that one entirely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Yeah, look forward to that because I think it's a really fantastic interview, and it isn't often that we uh, have some somebody other than a voice actor on, and uh, he does no voice acting. He's he yeah. is uh, an ADR director who strictly does ADR directing and script writing, but he wants to act. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know how the old joke is, but yeah. she wants to direct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to direct the porno. Of course you do. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. I'm terrified <laughs> at the thought of uh, how that would turn out. <laughs> Honey, marmalade, whipped cream, chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, whips, chains. <laughs> it's not butter. nice to play with your food. <laughs> 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 now that we have uh, discussed this kill a kill episode it's time to move on to the sword art online 2 recap Sword Heart Online 2, Episode 8, Bullet of Bullets. We pick up right where we left off in the last episode's conclusion, with Kirito and Sidon returning to GDO, logging in, awaiting the beginning of the Bullet of Bullets. I always thought it was Battle of Bullets, but apparently it's Bullet of Bullets. I thought it was Battle of Bullets too, man. It just makes it sounds smoother when you say Battle of Bullets. Yeah, but yeah. it's all English it's and Japanese anyway. English. Yeah, <laughs> I just imagine somebody like Vince McMahon welcoming them to Bullet of Bullets because you know it sounds like GGO's WrestleMania. Welcome to Bullet of Bullets three. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kirito tries to talk to Shino and uh, of course she's not at all interested in talking to him. She's still pretty pissed off at him. But eventually she decides to talk to him and give him a rundown of how to how the uh, the tournament plays out and uh, the rules of the game in this case. But what he really wants to know is which of the players she doesn't recognize as uh, players that have played before in this tournament on the list. And apparently there are three other than Kirito. Or was it two other, two other than Kirito? Then she's like, all right, uh, this is it. The next time I see you, I'm going to kill you. But you know, that's not going to happen because, you know, she wants the D. Mm-hmm. And they enter the game, and uh, they go off their separate ways. You get to see some great action with uh, Xenon. I love when Xenon shoots the guy's grenade. 
(laughs) (laughs) That is just fantastic. That is, uh, that is, that was pretty fun. It's like pure sniping at his best. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a top shot. Meanwhile, this uh, player, Pale Rider, seems to be uh, quite, quite good and quite agile. Perhaps an agility build. (laughs) But not as good, but clearly not as good as Clint Eastwood's Pale Rider. Yes. No, he will never be that good. Preacher! (laughs) Sinon's about ready to take a shot at uh, somebody who's uh, standing out in the middle of the field. When Kirito pounces on her and tells her to be quiet, it's like, yeah, I'm sure that there's a perfectly good explanation for this. <laughs> tells her that he wants to see what, what goes on in this scenario, wants to see how it plays out, because he's expecting uh, Death Gun to show up, because he thinks Pale Rider might be Death Gun. And Pale Rider and I forget the other guy's name were uh, having a fight, and Pale Rider wins, and then Pale Rider is uh, about to leave, and Xenon's about to shoot him, and then suddenly you have uh, a stun shot come out of nowhere, and they don't realize it's a stun shot at first. They just see the guy get shot, and it's like, oh, why isn't he moving? What, what's Kirito's going on? Playing sp- Kirito's playing spotter for um, Xenon. Yeah. <laughs> And they realize that a shadowy figure is looming <laughs> in the <laughs> shadows. <laughs> oh, don't mind me, just lurking in the shadows. And it is <laughs> On top of my grassy knoll over here. <laughs> and it is, of course, Death Gun. He's, he has appeared on the scene. He has shot Pale Rider with a paralyzing weapon. And is starting to walk over and pull out his Death Gun. Remember... <laughs> It's the same name as him. This, he named his weapon after him. Talk about Bane, Vapid, and Shallow. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and this like immediately this freaks out Kirito. He tells Sinon to shoot him immediately. And that's when the episode ends. Left on the cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Don't do gone cliffhangers. <laughs> Doing the Attack on Titan thing. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, also, there was a moment when Kirito was swimming in the in the river, and I guess he was naked. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> hmm. I suppose you could argue he was still wearing something, but uh, looked pretty much like he was naked. Hey, that's the only way to swim. Sometimes when you're in the river, you swim naked. So. And apparently there's a strategic advantage to that that he didn't even realize when he was doing it because he yeah. didn't show up on the uh, radar during the sweep that happens every 15 minutes. Is yes, that right? Something yeah, like that. 15 minutes. Just didn't know that the water actually camouflaged his signature. That's just... That makes no sense. What? water uh muffling a signature i can understand it if well, it's like if he like covered himself in mud like predator but <laughs> no, no even in water like um like to kind of like beat the system sometimes like what you'll do is you'll just get in the water and it drops your body temperature so if somebody's doing an infrared search then more than likely they're not gonna find you unless they just got like those good spot nines but 
and even with um depending on how sophisticated the satellite system is it's not going to pick you up on the water until you resurface mm-hmm. mm. okay then uh, i'm sorry that was like a little military thing my bad yeah that's why we keep well, you around you. Without uh, without Darrell, like none of this makes any sense, like at all. <laughs> so they're like, okay, Darrell puts it, but the, yeah, but I guess my point is that it shouldn't take this level of explanation, you know? Yeah, that's true. I know, man, but you know, it's just like when I started seeing how military tactics started switching up. Mm-hmm. It made a whole lot of sense for how things are done. That's a, that's the reason why SEAL teams really do deploy at night, mm-hmm. and they do deploy, you know, black and everything. That covers your heat signature, but they do surface from the water because mm-hmm. they get shot at the torpedo too, which I think is nuts in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I really enjoyed the interactions between Kirito and Sinon in this episode. <laughs> There. I thought there. it was kind of. I thought it was pretty uh, awesome, but the thing, it was also pretty cool. The problem is, um, I just can't stop the uh, waifu ray thing. You know, she's clearly been hit by it. <laughs> yeah, because so she... I mean, he pinned her down, and he's looking down. And I'm like, no, and most chicks are popping in the face. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, did he just pull a symbol from um, Lion King when he pinned down Nala? Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, in the jungle, the mighty. Oh my bad, it's can't feel the love tonight. My bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bullet. Ah, okay. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, and I, I can't. He didn't even really apologize for doing that. No, he didn't. I was kind of expecting him to be like, oh, sorry, because that's what yeah. Kirito does. He gets in these compromised situations, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not this time. No, but uh, he, he's clearly freaking out about uh, Death Gun. And I, I gotta say, uh, the the delivery of that that line at the end there when he's saying, yeah. shoot him, it's like, wow, Bryce, that's, that was... I felt that, man. That's, that was straightforward. That's well, that's straight. also because Bryce is a phenomenal actor, so... Yes, indeed. And, of course, so is Michelle, because Michelle yes. just nailed it that entire episode. She was mm-hmm. just fantastic. She, she's so great as annoyed scene on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, was she acting, or was that just fucking real? <laughs> I don't know, man. You would know. Yeah. No. You're, fr- you're friends with <laughs> Michelle, Darrell. <laughs> I think that's what annoyed Michelle sounds like, folks. <laughs> <laughs> And we can't forget that uh, Sword Art Online, the the complete and utter visual sin of ripping off Evangelion. (laughs) You know what? So many, uh, a lot of people are like, you know, the uh, pissing contest continued again uh, in the wake of that. I said, what's the big deal? So many people have ripped that off or parodied it or homaged it that like, it's not even, why is this an issue? Yeah. It shouldn't be. But, of course, people are going to point it out. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, because both sides cannot let the pissing contest just end. It's okay. I'm going to just pull out the crane and then piss, and it's going to be done with. Oh, I yeah. will eclipse all of you, bitches. <laughs> well, I made a, a twit longer post about that last night, so oh, yeah, that's, a, that's all I needed. That's all I need Certainly to say. Certainly did. 
yeah, that's all I need to say on the subject, and that's all I will say on the subject. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> well, I'm just going to say the fans the fans started it, and they uh, are clearly looking like they can't take criticism. That's how they come across. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree that the fans started it, but we will not get it. Well, well no, we won't. Um, all I can say is that if you want more, I will post the link to that uh, twit longer, and you can uh, either... Lee, uh, you can either um, agree or disagree or agree to disagree. But uh, the fact remains that this pissing contest has to end. It has gone too far. A pissing contest should only be done outside of a bar after excessive drinking of Guinness and other spirits. It's also a good place to write your name in the snow. Exactly. <laughs> Pig for distance. Pig <laughs> for distance. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, I gotta say, the best part about pissing in the woods is you could just, just have at it, man. You you don't you don't have to restrain yourself or nothing. You just full full stream, full blast. Ah, let's see. How he... <laughs> no, seriously, when I go camping, I actually do mark my <laughs> territory out in the woods. Yeah, I bet you do. Cute. <laughs> like taking a hole. <laughs> hey, look here, I'm letting the motherfuckers know there is an alpha male here, and he ain't taking that. Shit. <laughs> hey, you know, the, the bathroom is the thing that's being remodeled, so I have had serious thoughts about digging a hole in the backyard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the f- hey, dude, that, we call that a field toilet. Like, we call it a field treat, man. Seriously. I bet. Dude, you will be doing a service, man. If you take a dump out there, man, you just add fertilizer. <laughs> it's it would, the circle it of life, It would fertilize, yes. I suppose it, it would. All right, well, we got we got two dummy talkbacks, so Sweet. Fabian writes in. Hello, Fabian. Remember when it was said in GGO that AGI builds were no longer useful or nerfed? Yeah, me neither. How the f*** did you get out of the basement, and how did you get that text out, Fabian? I will find you and put you back in the basement. <laughs> so you can't even be nice to interns now. Mm. They just don't know their place. Nope. SL the FMA writes in, Root for me by Bryce was well done and funny. Pale Rider was awesome, and the ending was built up so well. Cliffhanger. Legit, they did build that. They did indeed build that uh, ending up well. Yeah, I didn't mention the root for me. The root for me is just so funny. That was uh, that was funny. (laughs) Trolling, trolling the boys. It was hilarious, but awkward in a way. It it kind of feels like he got like flirting advice from Paul. It was, oh, 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 oh. oh, I love you, Jen. Oh, cool the gender man. Jen has her game on tonight. Oh snap! <laughs> I love you, Jen. Starstorm's thoughts on uh, Kirito's root for me is. As if Kirito wasn't enough of a waifu magnet, now he has the guys wanting to get inside him. I guess it's his harem. Sometimes, you know. But let me put it this way. Why are they going so nuts for Kirito when the much more skimpily clad uh, Sinon is also there? I don't know, man. They like lollyboobs or something, I guess. (laughs) I mean, there were lots of people cheering for Sinon. Yeah. But But I'm girl. I haven't seen enough people. I haven't seen as many people catcalling Sinon as they have um, uh, Kirito. That's the new piece of ass on the block. 
That's true. Touche, touche. That's a very good. And probably very, the, they probably know not to do that to C non. Yeah, because they, they could end up with a bullet in the ass. Mm-hmm. Right. Or in some place like where the sun doesn't shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could literally give them a new piss hole or a new asshole. In other words, in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still talk my shit. Hey, C non, nice booty and boobs. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> now, I, I haven't played much Assassin's Creed, so I don't, I don't really get this. But Benjamin Pajon writes in: Anyone else feel like Death Gun would say "requiescat in peace" when he Re- kills Pe- and Pache? Uh, he's got it wrong. And Pache requiescat is uh, what it is. Um, it's from the end of. Um, it's a post story. What the f***? How do I not know this? It's my favorite poster. The Cask of Amontillado. Uh, uh, it's the last word. It's the last uh, word uh, phrase in uh, the Cask of Amontillado. I think ain't this like a, some kind of prayer though? Uh, no, it's Latin for rest in peace. Oh, okay. I knew, I, I knew it was Latin, but yeah. You might as well say rest in peace is a prayer to me. I figured it was <laughs> some variation of rest in peace. Yeah, it's Latin for uh, rest in peace. And pace requiescat. Uh, Thanks, Jim, for uh, coming through that. Uh, this uh, moment in Latin has been brought to you by Crispin Freeman because I wouldn't have known if he hadn't done his um, <laughs> if he hadn't done his um, reenactment of uh, the Cask of Amontillado. Ah. And our last talk back, Lord Terminal writes in. Sadly, Death Gun gets even more OP than Kirito next episode. Fair warning. That's pretty OP. Death Death Gun is... Kirito is hacks. Death Gun is super hacks. Yeah. He's like no-clip god mode hacks. Yeah. (laughs) And I would would go as far as to say that he's, in fact, hacking. (laughs) Yeah. Legitimately hacking the game, yes. He is legitimate hacks, as opposed to Kirito is uh, storyline convenience hacks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's my thought, is... um, Remember that episode of um, Batman, the animated series where the Riddler gets uh, draws Batman into the uh, virtual world? Yeah. And stuff like that. And at the end, uh, the Riddler's just sitting there um, slack jawed and looking like he's been and he hasn't like eaten anything. (laughs) Stuff like that. That's kind of how I expect to see Death Gun. He's like, (laughs) 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 yeah. That does seem appropriate. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for our Sword Art Online 2 recap this episode. We're just going to go ahead and uh, truck along to the Inuyasha, the final act recap. Inuyasha, the final act, episode 23. Naraku, the Trap of Light. Notice how the previous episode was called The Trap of Darkness. Hmm. Well, as the title implies, there is a trap of light in this episode, where Naraku decides to use the fact that a little bit of light has returned to the Shikon Jewel since the death of uh, Magatsui. He will use that in order to lure Sango and Moroku and the others to unfortunate situations. 
Moroku in particular has his issue of the wind tunnel is just about ready to you know, do its thing. Explode. And, <laughs> yes. So he's trying to stay away from Sango and everybody else. But he wants to do some damage to Naraku before he passes, as he feels that that's inevitable. And Naraku gives him a perfect opportunity, which thankfully Inuyasha comes in to stop. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, Songo has been given the choice to throw Hiraikots at Naraku, which would kill Rin. And this is a illusion of Naraku with the real Rin. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> and she's been given the choice. Kill Rin and slay Naraku to save Moroku or let Moroku die. Well, she... It's the it's the, uh, bu- it's the bus versus Mary Jane uh, conundrum there. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually she decides that Moroku's more important and she throws her icoats. But luckily, Kagome has now uh, implemented her new power that she got a couple of uh, episodes back and has attacked Naraku long distance. (laughs) (laughs) And that interrupted the illusion and kept Rin from dying and Kohaku busts in is actually useful. Hey, what do you know? Kohaku showed up and was useful. (laughs) Everybody gets one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Shishomaru appears and Sango's like, Oh man, did did he see me try to kill Rin? Oh man, this is oh, gonna no. end well. <laughs> you just don't with such Shonru's lolly. Keeping in the uh, Spider-Man tangent I've been going on, he just goes, oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, before the Green Goblin's uh, thing stabs uh, uh, and stabs and kills uh, Willem Dafoe in the first Spider-Man movie. Ah uh, yes. yes, I do recall that. <laughs> Yeah, that movie was campy. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but it was a, but it was awesome. It was still. Awesome. Oh yes, I, I love it. I'm getting back to Inuyasha. So Shomaru sees all of that happen, and Sango's very, very sorry that the thought ever crossed her mind to to kill Rin in order to save Moroku, and she pleads, "You can kill me as long as you let me go slay Naraku first. And he's like, "Go find the monk." <laughs> that was old Shishomaru. He was the one that was all about vendettas. This is the new Shishomaru. He's you know he he lets things he go. Gets it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's changed. Understandably, uh, Songo feels great remorse for what she may have done if uh, if things had not gone a different direction. And uh, this whole episode was just. Doggone Naraku trolling everybody again. <laughs> That's because Naraku is just like the biggest of all man. Yeah. I mean, he pulls a move like every damn time. Man, just take your fing death like a man. <laughs> sure was satisfying when Kikome's arrow hit him. Yes, it was. Yeah, oh, it was. Hey, what's that? Ah! Oh! <laughs> no, for the first fing time, she actually hit a fing mark, man. Mm. I'm like, how the f- you been had this bow and arrow all this time and you ain't got better by now. You always missing the f***ing mark. <laughs> I was like, my black ass could do this with a blindfold on. And I don't even <laughs> use bows and arrows that much. 
Any other important details? Inuyasha hmm. unleashes a Meido Zengetsuha attacking Naraku, which was apparently all part of his plan because Byakuya takes a bit of the Meido and uh, takes it and puts it into a blade that can only be used once. <laughs> One bullet weft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jim. And Shippo stinks at sneaking around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shippo fails at everything. I knew <laughs> he was going to mess up. And then it's all like, why aren't you killing me? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't, don't question it. Just just go. Yeah, if I put that, that would actually go as a negative on my kill count. I don't want that. <laughs> like, their ass is not worth the kill. Like, you know, Biakio, he, he has standards, maybe. No, I don't think he has standards, man. No. He's just a he's just a little bitch. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. I mean, he's actually Naraku's doomy boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's three episodes left of this. Uh yeah. Actually yeah. <laughs> Um I've been told that we don't have a um thing left. We don't have a um replacement yet for Inuyasha. Well, we don't know what it is yet. Okay. Uh, we'll probably find out at Momocon, if not possibly a promo during the Kill a Kill marathon, which, by the way, they didn't promote the Kill a Kill marathon. Why not? <laughs> they really should have, because if they don't do that, there's going to be a lot of people tuning in and going, what? Where's the shows? <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that will happen is uh, the They'll watch Dragon Ball Z, whatever. They'll watch Kill a Kill. It's like, hey, wait, didn't we already see this episode of Kill a Kill? Like, Kill a Kill Marathon, what's going on here? (laughs) Eh, what you gonna do? We got Talkbacks. Talkbacks. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Those illusions almost tricked Songo and Moroku into doing something they would regret. Very intense episode. (laughs) 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 <laughs> right well let's let's just say um the trap of light uh it's um you know naraku disguises his voice is like come to the light everything you've heard about going towards the light is false come to the light <laughs> and then zap kills him <laughs> <laughs> fooled you Austin Guest writes in, so we have, what, two, three episodes left until the end, and what did they do this episode? Talk nothing but yammering. Shut up! You talk too much. You never Never shut shut up. up. I said you talk too much. Oh, boy, you never shut up. Thank you, Jim, for bringing it back to the 80s. (laughs) When hip-hop was still good. <laughs> Very true. You, it's I'll funny. I'm telling you, it's... people, this this proves my theory and everything that Jim is actually black. <laughs> That's the reason why we had to grab him, people. Sorry. First round. First round. They, thought, they said it was a reach, but no, I'm I, I it... hear him up for this this year, maybe. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, sketch. You and Jim are on the um, list this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Scouts and our scouts have done the work. Yeah. I think we're going to trade Paul off somewhere else. <laughs> Lord Terminal writes in, 
Why am I not enjoying this nude theme this week? Oh, right, because I saw Naraku's d***less crotch. <laughs> Barbie anatomy! Yes, he is a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Oh, wait a minute, my bad, that's Miyaki. Uh, plastic. <laughs> it's are. fantastic. Made of plastic? Made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, killed Naraku's Terrell! just a Ken doll. <laughs> Of course you know that song. Everybody knows that song that grew up in the 90s. If you don't, you weren't born yet. (laughs) Yeah. It's a twinkle in your folks' eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck! Right, in. Aw, oh, look, it's Ishomaru being a real bro by giving Inuyasha and Kagomi their private time. Nah, it was just pretty much like, F- it, I'm done. I got my lolly back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just imagine Inuyasha and Kagome having sex, and then it ends, like, in Wicked City. She's <laughs> 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 wearing, Kagome's wearing her modesty towel, but all of a sudden she could just, like, you know, kill stuff because she wills it. <laughs> If you haven't seen that, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Wicked City. It's an awesome movie. And our last talk back comes from Rochelle and Despears. Inuyasha, the final act is almost over, and I'm going to feel empty inside. That sucks. Go eat something. You won't feel empty inside anymore. <laughs> In my case, I just drink booze. The long journey of Inuyasha is coming to an end. Get some honey in the rough. You'll feel better. Yes, you will. (laughs) And then you'll know what it feels like for Bleach fans. (laughs) Man, that's still... You'll you'll at least have an ending. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shots fired. (laughs) Oh, yeah, shots are going to get fired in a minute. No, don't worry. I'm sure Bleach will get an ending eventually. It's like, look, Bleach's anime would have ended by now if not for the fact of Kubo continuing the story. He yeah. could have ended it by now. Naruto ended. You know, Kubo is just sort like every story at times. <laughs> you know, I love Tiny Kubo, but, you know. Seriously. He's Seriously. with my emotions. Finish it. <laughs> Finish it. Finish him. Finish him. But I can't lie though, the Soul Society, well, you know, the Soul Kingdom arc is actually interesting to me. Right along with, well, you know, you might as well say the Bandarik. Okay, moving right along, Sketch, let's go. It's time to move on to uh, everything else that aired on Toonami this week. With uh, this week on Toonami, and this week's goodie was a Tom Homily, as they called it on Free Flight this week. <laughs> homily. It was a speech. It was a Tom's speech about bullying. Aptly mm. timed, I feel. Aptly Yes, timed. very true. And uh, very, very good. I liked the exceptional usage of One Piece. In this mm-hmm. Because that... That's, that's fandom uh, personified. <clears throat> yeah, Spandam is like a f***ing woman beater like Mayweather and a f***ing bully all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thing is, um, well, my thing is, well, there's also the other option, the third option, beat them until they're pissing blood. <laughs> yeah, I think that happened to me one time. Mm. Yeah. To I be quite it. honest, 
uh, to be quite honest, actually, um, one time, um, like I actually got into a fight and then everybody deemed me all of a sudden, oh wait, we freaking broke him. We, he snapped. So let them think you're nuts. That's what I say. Plead insanity. Uh, yeah. Plead insanity. Just say, oh, yeah. They with are. a crazy person. No. <laughs> you ever remember that episode of Hey Arnold? Oh, yeah. I'm, watch me now. Hit me. I'm crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they always knew I was a fucking psychopath anyway. <laughs> it ain't too many people that's going to laugh once they get that dome cracked in and bleed mm-hmm. and just like literally run somebody's head into a wall. <laughs> As he laughs. laughs. I'll tell y'all that on the podcast. <laughs> well, the miscellaneous tsunami talk facts. Uh, first Woo-hoo! one <clears throat> regarding this particular speech. Rashonda Spears writes in, It's always good to hear a speech from Tom. A big thanks to the tsunami crew for writing the script for it. Yes, yeah, good, good words were said. Living well is the best revenge. It really is. Living well, getting a, living well, getting strong, and then taking your revenge. <laughs> Ooh, so delicious, Jim. Turn me on. <laughs> Shiny nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn shiny nipples. <laughs> Blatch Zero writes in, How come a lot of the shows had to end with epic cliffhangers on this particular week? It's not fair. <laughs> I have to pay taxes. That's not fair either, motherfucker. <laughs> now, Sometimes it was, life ain't fair. It was very, right. very difficult to pick just one tweet about Robin giving hell Spandom to Spandom. Giving Spandom the business. Yeah. Dude, that slap was fucking <clears throat> epic. It was that, like that was the the 100 hand slap. I was just waiting for that shit. Jeremy DG agrees. Robin slapping the hell out of Spandam was epic and the best part of the night. E Honda ain't got nothing on that. Hell yes, yeah, son. Dude, I didn't even read that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I automatically thought of. I was like, I just wish he would have just kept slapping his ass more until he bled mm-hmm. even uh, more. Doesn't she keep slapping him into the next episode? <laughs> She like, gotta stop, man, because dude, all the shit that he did to her, man, she was well within her rights. That was like one of the best come up and ass whoopings ever. Yeah. Say what you want about One Piece's anime adaptation, which I have heard plenty from uh, Sketch about it. Um, but let's put it this way: they know how to build stuff up, and they know uh, when to actually how to uh, make it so that when you uh, the payoff, that's the word I'm looking for. The payoff they make is it so always the, worth the it. The payoff is always <clears throat> worth it. Like, when Luffy at least lands a, a couple punches on Lucci and sends him into the uh, into the wall, that just has me uh, That just has me up going, Bring it! Bring it! Come on, mother! Get the fuck up! You know? I was loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, that, that scene started out with uh, Sniper King shooting long distance they're like oh gosh we we can't hit him he's too far away to shoot that's some serious ass sniping, yeah man though. there is no such thing as too far for a sniper <laughs> king you know he when he's sniper king he is super badass though he is yeah man it's like krillin finally got a set of balls and do it right 
(laughs) (laughs) Very smart of him to fire the keys. Yeah. Very smart. (laughs) Yeah, finally, after all of this time, Spondum gets the crap beat out of him. Man, he needed that ass whipping, man. I wish oh, I could have took my belt off and beat the hell out of him. Yeah, seriously. And the last miscellaneous talk back, KG Senpai writes in, so we have either Naked Duraku or Naked Kirito. Which was more sexy? Neither. Yes. <laughs> Rather seen a naked Cena. Could you give me a hint? <laughs> Can I have a different option? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> Can I buy a consonant with um, two vowels and another consonant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boobs! <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> yep. The ones that you can honk. Honk, honk. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, get your hands off my lap. No. Okay. Well, moving a light along <laughs> to the news. <laughs> From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. The 18-49 ratings for Saturday, May 9th are as follows. Dragon Ball Z Kai pulled in 720,000. Kill a Kill, 601,000. Sword Art Online 2, 574,000. Inuyasha the Final Act, 462,000. Naruto Shippuden, 447,000. One Piece, 437,000. And Attack on Titan, 438,000. I like how after 130, it's all kind of in the same area that's that's nice i I like to see uh small gaps shows good consistency good consistency there i like but it just goes to show that like that's where it really needs to be on that back end Mm. and we're uh, hitting summer now where we actually have people um out of school uh, out of school thank you we're out of school yeah and now we can play schools out Out for summer summer. (laughs) because who doesn't love alice cooper have to be a communist not to yeah pretty much (laughs) and the total viewer ratings the viewers two and older dragon ball z kai one million four hundred and three thousand kill the kill one million one hundred and forty five thousand sword art online two one million twenty eight thousand inuyasha the final act eight hundred and eighty thousand Naruto Shippuden, 866,000. One Piece, 840,000. And Attack on Titan, 814,000. Wow, that's pretty good. That's actually really good. Yeah, I know. And the thing that bumps me out is, what is with the gap between Sword Art and Inuyasha? Uh I would think that that would be... It's probably the hour when a lot of people just go to bed. Yeah, (laughs) I know that's. I I know that's me. I know that's me. Uh, sometimes, if I can, uh, if I don't have the energy to stay up for One Piece, 
Going back to the 18 to 49 ratings, uh, I really like the retention between uh, Kill a Kill and DBZ that week. That's that's nice. That's... It's good to see. It's, usually, it's not quite that good. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, retention between Sao and uh, Kill a Kill remains excellent. That pairing uh, seems to be working out. Hmm. And that's the ratings. And we do have some trending information for. This most recent Saturday, May 16th, the United States Trends, hashtag One Piece, managed to get uh, number five. And that was the only thing that actually trended, but we do have some mobile app tweet counts. Toonami with uh, 8,935 tweets, hashtag Toonami, 537,000 tweets, hashtag Kill a Kill, 3,982 tweets. Sword Art Online 2, 2,103 tweets. Naruto, 42.5 thousand tweets. And hashtag One Piece actually managed 7,058 tweets. Not bad. <clears throat> so you gotta good. wonder why these things didn't trend. I believe it's Twitter, though, man. Because yeah, Twitter the, tends the to... algorithm is changing all the time, and it seems like yeah. the, the current algorithms are, are not favorable to Toonami. But yeah. hey, One Piece trended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the algorithm, I think the algorithm recognizes that we only do this once a week. That's the thing. Mm. So it decides to be a little bitch. Could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. Uh, I don't know. It keeps it keeps it going. You know, I guess it keeps us on our toes. Yeah. We just have to train harder, faster, better, stronger. stronger. <laughs> exactly. The ratings have been good, so I'm not too mm-hmm. concerned about the trending. Yeah. Well, the leaner, meaner tsunami has clearly worked since uh, the. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, we get to go to bed at a decent time and get to church on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, some of us anyway. <laughs> I still managed to sleep in some. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. And I can watch uh, Toonami twice. <laughs> Shut up, Sketch. No one cares. <laughs> I kind I kind of have to at least watch part of it twice because so many of the Los Angeles voice actors are tweeting during the West Coast feed now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so nice. You know, you West Side people, you know. West Side! West Side? <laughs> Sorry, so I'm going East Side by way of 30 South. <laughs> With East Side, you owe it to the East Side, because without the East erotic. Side, there is no West Side. Damn right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Damn, man. I just thought about it, Sketch. You know, it really is an East Coast-West Coast war between us now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going down, son. It's going down. East Coast Tsunami versus West Coast Tsunami now. <laughs> Uh-oh. And One Piece always trends. <laughs> Yay! Bleach trended, too. I will, t- I will take uh, <laughs> I will take the any kind of trends we can get. Yeah, but I do love those moments when I can make bleach references during the anime though on Toonami. <laughs> it just calls and pisses people off. <laughs> so don't we have a topic today, Sketch? We do. Our topic this particular week is to discuss One Piece. Yay! Yeah. Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy, Steve Yurko? Notice me, senpai. Oh, <laughs> my senpai. 
just a middle finger. I had to explain to my friend the notice me senpai meme the other day. <laughs> and he looked at me like, what? <laughs> it's like, people would never understand the notice me senpai if they're not part of the life. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell do you mean, notice me senpai? <laughs> I feel it would be appropriate to uh, cue the music. Most of us around this podcast do indeedly love One Piece. Uh, despite that, uh, you know, we don't recap it. Usually we don't talk about it at length too often unless there's something that's particularly newsworthy. So we decided to take a little time to celebrate the fact that Tsunami has reached the 300th episode of One Piece. So they've played... Just under 100 episodes since it returned to Toonami in May of 2013. We're getting pretty close to 100 episodes. It started at episode 207, and we're at 301 currently. Just after MobileCon, we'll have hit 100 episodes aired on Toonami. Mm-hmm. Probably, I think we'll be... uh, Will it be the end of Eni's lobby? Will we in, will we be in post Eni's lobby at that time? Uh not not quite. I I believe there's there's a uh, several episodes to cover the Luffy and Lucci fight plus mm-hmm. uh, Lucci's backstory. Yeah, because everybody's got to have backstory. But everybody you know what? In... Backstory One Piece, man. <laughs> they gave the backstory to a horse. <laughs> <laughs> they love their backstory in One Piece, but you know what? It works. I appreciate it. I do, too. I appreciate having it. Except when there's flashbacks inside of flashbacks. That, that, that <laughs> Flashbackception. Wow. So when we began One Piece on this tsunami, we started the Foxy Pirates arc, the Davy Back fights, which was a silly, fun, enjoyable arc that really uh, accentuated the, the fun of One Piece. And not everybody appreciated that. <laughs> I enjoyed the Davy Bag fights. It was fun because, you know, me and Jim got some Davy Bag ribs. But... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want my Davy Bag, Davy Bag, Davy Bag. I want my Davy Bag, Davy Bag. And then we One continued piece. on to the Davey Water 7 arc. Ribs. My baby souls. <laughs> Sorry, Skitch. <laughs> then we continued on to the Water 7 arc, which is a home of. Very choice moments within the series. Uh, moments like Luffy facing off with Usopp over the Going Mary and the decision to let go of the Going Mary. The deception of the, the members of CP9 that were part of the Yachty Law Company. And, of course, the entire ordeal with Robin deciding to 
give herself up in order to protect her friends, even though there was mm-hmm. no guarantee that her friends would actually be protected. Because she got played! <laughs> yep, but they were lying about. The Straw Hats do not take lying down, and they go after her. They take a C-train, they end up at Innie's lobby, and they beat down the CP9 up to this point. Uh, all of the CP9 have been taken down except for Rob Lucci, who will be uh, quite the uh, fight for Luffy to deal with. Yeah, and, he's the bad guy. Lucci looks like Slash, man. That's yeah, he joke. does. That's the whole point. <laughs> I, know, I love that, though. I was like, what's Slash doing on there One is, Piece? There is a lot of visual references to American pop culture in One Piece. Yes, it is. Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't like, call that American pop culture, but definitely. You know the Bible thumpers got mad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, these same Bible thumpers also said Pokemon was satanic. Yes. I'll show you satanic Pokemon. <laughs> oh, God. Never it. understood. It's called, it's called Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Lord. I know just about enough of that to know that they, to know what you're talking about. There. I'm not even gonna comment on that. <laughs> so, Jim, I know that you love you some One Piece. So, uh, why don't you tell us why you love One Piece? Well, um, it's kind of like everything that's right about shonen anime. You get a lot of uh, you get lessons for the kiddies, but you also get some really good action uh, for just about everybody. Um, what else is there there's all kinds of stuff that goes into one piece that makes it so good um it, it kind of like i said it's everything that's right like the the filler even the filler is entertaining like um the return of foxy arc that was entertaining <laughs> uh even though that wasn't canon i'm probably the only guy in the world that actually kind of liked foxy and found him to be entertaining no there's, there's the people that like foxy he was a jerk but yeah <laughs> he's an amusing character and jonathan brooks did an excellent job with uh with the voice on him yeah but yeah that's that's the thing is that everybody is treated you know every character is treated um you know with care there there are plot lines that are that uh everything is seen through to completion in one piece it's just so carefully constructed and would that all shonen were like this because how many shonen have you seen new powers as the plot demands um you know in plot to plot points introduced and then quickly forgotten because uh, characters introduced and then forgotten because uh, even if they were even main characters, <laughs> you know, <laughs> introduced and then quickly forgotten. Um, like everything feels like it has a place in One Piece. And because of that, it just makes it feel like this is a this truly does feel like it a labor of love uh, to uh, every extent possible. It's like, hey, this is, you know, we care enough about it, about this to make sure that everything is straight. I'm sure Greg can, I'm sure Greg can find One Piece related plot holes, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, you'd probably have to dig to find them. Well, it's a little easier when you factor in Toei's original storylines. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's. That's kind of why I love uh, One Piece and the fact that it really it doesn't look like any other anime or um, manga out there. Everything that one just about everything that One Piece does art wise is its own in terms of character designs, at least. I agree. Mm -hmm. It's a very unique look 
Particularly, it was a very unique look when it started. Yes. Yeah, that's all I like. Jen, what are your thoughts? Well, One Piece is definitely a great show. It's got uh, action, comedy, and drama. I've pretty much shed a few tears out, you know, over a couple episodes. Great characters, you know, backstories. You can jump in halfway in the show and still understand what's going on. It's just great. I love it. I completely agree. Now, Mr. Jarrell, we all know that you like Peach better, but what do you like about One Piece? Well, you know, I, I do like One Piece, even though it's not Bleach. You know, suck you, Steve Yerkel. You know how I feel about you, man. <laughs> but no, I think probably what really got me on with One Piece was when I saw Luffy and the epic Afro, man. That was <laughs> the shit. When I saw that Afro, I was like, oh, That man. Afro has power. <laughs> hey, that Afro had everybody. You're not the same back. no more. But it does have a lot, like Jen said, it does have comedy, drama. And the thing what I really, really respect Otis about is the fact that he really knows how to pull at your heartstrings at the right time because Mm -hmm. One Piece has had a lot of emotional episodes that a lot of people can relate to, even myself. And, like, the one with Robin just feeling alone and... You know, everybody's felt like that, like they had no friend in the world of being mistreated. One Piece touches on a lot of that stuff right there. But the main thing is, one of the biggest messages that I see in One Piece is, if you have true friends, they're going to stick with you till the end, no matter what. Good times, bad times, disagree, because we saw what happened with Luffy and Usopp fighting about the going Mary. Mm-hmm. Somehow, they just still came back together. You know, it was respect, though. Usopp got a whole lot of respect out of me that day because he went up against Luffy knowing that he couldn't win. But, hey, sometimes you just got to put it all out there. That's a sign of a good friend right there. If you're willing to go all out regardless, show no mercy and just, hey, once it's done, I'm going to go my way. You're going to go your way. And, hey, at some point, we're going to probably come back together anyway. <laughs> friends are just, the- friends and family is like butt cheeks. It's separated, <laughs> but for some reason, you come back together. <laughs> <laughs> I have often said that uh, many of the problems with the adaptation of of One Piece comes down to Toei's decisions, but there's also a lot of things that it just, as much as I enjoy reading the story of One Piece in the manga, and honestly, the art gets kind of busy in the manga sometimes, it's it's a little difficult to follow, (laughs) yet often, (laughs) particularly (laughs) these days, often, but the thing is, the elements that Toei does add, audio-wise, the music really drives the scenes. The the mm-hmm. acting, both the Japanese cast and the English cast, really, really brings out the emotion in these scenes. It's much more compelling to me that way than it is just reading it. One Piece touches on all kinds of stories, all kinds of issues, and it it's mostly lighthearted, but... Every now and then, it's willing to get dark, and when it does get dark, wow, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it gets dark. <laughs> it's uh, it it doesn't pull its punches in any regard, and that's that's something that sets it apart from other stories like it. And I just love the characters. Uh, they're not the best defined characters. They they have fairly cliche personalities, but for some reason, they're all just so much fun to watch, and you just want to see what happens next. 
and you you want them to succeed. You you love those triumphant moments, such as what we saw in the most recent episode that aired on Toonami, where finally the bad guys were were getting their comeuppance, and the Straw Hats were getting a clear victory. And it's just like yes, yes, this is triumphant. I love this. Payoff this is, is <clears throat> payoff is probably the thing that One Piece does best. Yeah, it does. I agree. I agree. Is rich in reward. And I particularly like Luffy as a character. This is though he is a dingbat, a dingus, and a, <laughs> quite frankly, a dumbass a lot of the time. He's he, stupid. He's, we thought Goku was stupid. Yeah, if you thought Goku was stupid. <laughs> no, actually, I think Goku's. I think Goku's still more of a country bumpkin than Luffy. Luffy's got a little bit more street smarts. Yeah. <laughs> but well, look at it this look at it this way. What um, early on they say, "Hey, why did you do that?" Because yeah, <laughs> he like punches he punches uh, like a marine in the face or something. He hits Kobe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because. Because because I don't like you. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy tells you how he feels. I like that. <laughs> Lots of other characters. Will, will... He lets everybody know. That's cool. Yeah, he. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, he's he he just puts it all out there. He uh, he talks with his fists a lot, which <laughs> which you know that that's always great. Where you have a a character that's uh, over the top and you know solves so many problems with their fists, but at the same time you you get the impression that he really cares about his friends. He, he really. He really, really cares about his family, so to speak, mm-hmm. and he'll do he'll go to great lengths to protect them. He'll he'll do pretty much anything to protect them. Do you see them all come together as a crew and uh, learn to appreciate each other's quirks and sensibilities? And it's you know they're just a fun bunch of characters, and I just love seeing them interact. They could. They don't necessarily have to be doing anything in particular. They're just talking, and it's amusing to me. Which is not the case with a lot of other series where you just want to punch the characters because they're just they're not they're not entertaining. They're only entertaining in the heat of a moment. But in in this case, the One Piece crew could be just like chilling out, and they're just entertaining. They have just, good synergy. Yeah, they have exactly. great synergy. It, it's all very well constructed. And the world of One Piece is just so well constructed, as Jim touched on. The, the, the whole world that is crafted from the beginning up to now in, in the manga and also the beginning up to now in uh, what Toonami, what even what has aired on Toonami, is just you get this expansive world rich in different cultures rich in different storylines it's just it's just fantastic even though it seems like it's taken forever to reach the final goal you just enjoy the journey you, mm-hmm. you don't even care <laughs> at least i don't even it's care the one <laughs> uh it reminds me of a talk that we had um with greg it's like what is the one piece that we're saying maybe the journey is the one piece i mean we know how many people would get would have <laughs> be so mad they'd have you know blood vessels popping out of their skulls but i think oda actually has said that it's not the journey <laughs> yeah 
It's a thing. But even still, but even still, it's the journey that makes us love these characters so much. Oh, definitely. And thing uh, is, I, it's I, just I, like a diverse group of people that somehow when they come together, the chemistry, the chemistry is just right to the fact that everything flows well with these characters. And that's like pretty much everybody within the One Piece universe, though. Because mm-hmm. it tends to seem that people just kind of compliment each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, the characters make you love them, hate them. The characters I mean, that you're supposed to love, you love. The characters that you're supposed to hate, you love to hate. Yeah. Exactly, because, I mean, I hate Spondum. I hate Spondum with a freaking passion. Oh, we all hate Spondum, man. I yeah. don't like Spam! But I think, I, I know, like, Admiral Alkaji, man, he's probably, like, one of the coolest characters to me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the other great element of One Piece. You have these various characters that are kind of, you don't know what allegiance they really are. And you got Aokiji, you got Smoker, and there's always the theme of determining what is justice in this world, because the government is quite clearly corrupted, at least up to a point. Sniper King made that quite clear when he burned the world flag. Mm -hmm. That was just like one of the most epic moments of One Piece for me. He burned that flag as to say, f*** the world government. So there's just all these different attributes and and flavors in the mix and it it all somehow works together even though there's certain things that you would think would clash and seemingly minor characters suddenly have significance and oda's pulling that stuff all the time (laughs) i don't want to spoil anything but a lot of characters that you've already been introduced to in the episodes that toonami has aired and the episodes that aired prior to this tsunami you know those earlier story arcs uh a lot of them actually have an even greater significance to the overall storyline of this world i look forward to seeing people's reactions to to that kind of thing and can i just say that i am very tremendously profoundly grateful that tsunami took another chance on one piece i think we all are because it didn't get his fair shot the first time definitely not you know the four kids dub i'm sorry it was just horrible it it indeed was and if you have nostalgia for that dub you're wrong yeah (laughs) (laughs) nothing wrong with being wrong but you're wrong you should be set in front of a firing squad and derail shall shoot you repeatedly (laughs) yeah Nothing wrong with being wrong, but you're wrong. <laughs> There's nothing enjoyable about that. Cut uh, episodes, bad, uh, horrific dubbing. Names screwed up. The opening. Because the- I swear, I thought for the long time, you know, before I got into One Piece, you know, I literally thought that Zoro names was Zolo. <laughs> they said Zolo and it was Zoro. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. I will say that the actor that they picked for Zoro was on point. Yes, he was. <laughs> but he wasn't Christopher Sabat. That's the problem. He wasn't Christopher Sabat. He was Guts. <laughs> okay. I really like Mark Derison. But Sabat has definitely made that character his own. Mm-hmm. W- without a doubt. As we saw in the recent fights uh, with uh, Kaku, I mean, Sabat's delivery with Zoro's lines are just so fantastic you're all fired yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's kind of you know i look at the four kids um dub 
of One Piece as LL Cool J's Phenomenon. That was garbage, and he fired everybody that worked with him on the album. Because he was like, I did not want Yes Man. So, big ups, Uncle L, for doing that. That's that's the best way I can really describe the four kids dub if I was to describe it compared to anything else was LL Cool J's Phenomenon, because that album was horrible. And I feel with that, we can avoid ever bringing up that dub again, because honestly... It shall never be named. It... It's, it was a decade ago. <laughs> it was a decade ago, and Funimation redubbed those episodes many, many years ago, and we should all just forget. Yeah. I wish I could, but sometimes it lingers in the back of my mind and comes back and haunt me in nightmares. It's oh. like anime PTSD. <laughs> yes. Oh God, Jim, thank you. Psychology major points. I do happen to have one of the one of the DVDs that I believe actually Fizz Media releases for uh, for four kids the first DVD just in case I ever come across some young punk that's like ah this dub's terrible it's like oh you want to see a terrible dub (laughs) (laughs) oh I will show you a terrible dub (laughs) and not even and not even a so bad it's good dub like Cyber City Oedo. No, 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 none of that. Or at least Mad Bull 34. (laughs) Get lost. You wouldn't know a vampire if one jumped up and bit you right out on the end of your (laughs) dick. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I just had to bring it up. Sorry, Gil. (laughs) That is probably like one of the worst animes that was so good, though. Don't look so surprised. Have your f***ing backup. <laughs> well, yeah, we like One Piece. We like having it around. It's a bummer that it's at 2.30, but it seems to be doing all right there. And uh, hopefully it's all on Toonami for as long as Toonami exists, because it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at one a week, even at two a week, it's they are there. they're like it's 90 possible. episodes behind Funimation now. Yeah, because of all of the the weeks off. I but think originally dubbing. they were about 60 episodes behind when they first started and it's just been getting further apart. Yeah. That's why I've been advocating for so long for an hour's worth of One Piece. Ah, <laughs> yes. uh, if only. I mean, it's already at 2:30, just you know, when it's yeah. back on Titan ends, just toss on another episode of One Piece at 3 a.m. Why not? What's the What's the harm? You know, well, you don't have to acquire another show. It's costly. That's yeah, the costly thing. to run two episodes of One Piece, or yeah, just another. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, really. Uh, probably a lot less so than it initially was. Mm-hmm. But they don't they don't want to take up space with uh, multiple episodes of a single show. Okay. They really only did that for for reruns on the back end, which was understandable. We're and not... with the limited space we have now, like... yeah, <laughs> now I'm sure the very, the very idea over. of a double One Piece is uh, is causing a vein to pop on Colt somewhere. <laughs> it's okay. The data monkey will be fine. Just get him some bananas. <laughs> you want some bananas? Mister Monkey Monkey want bananas? Uh, 
But now we're at the dilemma. It's like, oh, well, Toonami could get JoJo, and then that's another show. Oh, yes. (laughs) We need JoJo. That would be so amazing if we could get it. That's another topic for another time, though. Yes. But Uh, you guys talked about... uh, Okay, 10-second topic. Should JoJo air on Toonami? Yes, the manliness will be so ridiculous you will spontaneously grow chest hair. There, end of subject. Exactly. It would be awfully good synergy for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Awfully good synergy. Yes. I mean, Warner Brothers isn't known for having synergy with Adult Swim, but come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. 52 knows. And uh, <laughs> I like how the internet's kind of. Uh, <laughs> the internet was all freaking out. I was like, oh, they're releasing JoJo without a dub. Blah, blah. And then, and then a day later, they announced it. They announced it as a dub. I was like, oh, it's a dub. And it's. Uh, it's it it's the actual first season and not going straight to Stardust Crusaders. Well, this, yes, but we predicted JoJo. This is exactly what I wanted. Oh, okay. As <laughs> always, on April Fool's Day, we did it again. Mm. We <laughs> well, we predicted it being on Toonami. We'll see if that prediction comes true. Momocon is upon us. <laughs> and I suppose a uh, little teaser. Yeah, we will definitely be talking about our predictions for Momocon next week because we won't next have anything week. to recap <laughs> yes prediction will Darrell get drunk at momocon no <laughs> exactly he'll drink but he won't he'll get drink drunk. but he won't get drunk <laughs> what's gonna happen with hey you never know <laughs> no they saw no. me drink no there's so much there you know he's got like uh, everybody has like fat receptors Darrell has booze receptors <laughs> Oh man, I just hope wherever we have, man, they have a large, a large drink that I can have. <laughs> but I think we're gonna time how how long it takes me to take two Guinness down in a shot. Oh boy, yeah, it's getting recorded, dude. <laughs> yes, well, Paul did say that he would record it. <laughs> yeah, we'll just make him shut up. Put a gag in his mouth. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Well, I think that'll do it for the show this week. Uh, I guess it's time for some uh, housekeeping. So you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. Facebook.com backslash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. On Twitter at tsunamipodcast. On Tumblr at tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And you can visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. And also our SoundCloud page, which I believe is soundcloud.com backslash Podcast. And please come support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash Podcast. All kinds of uh, rewards for, for helping us out. And we would really appreciate it because we pour. <laughs> yeah, we po. <laughs> we po, y'all. But you know, I, I think we're, we're doing pretty good right now. So we like college student poor man. We're right? not destitute. <laughs> did you say prostitute? I said destitute. Oh my bad. I thought you said prostitute. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> Wonder what's on your mind, around I don't know. Mm-hmm. The corner. <laughs> well, don't worry about it, Paul. The corner there. and why you're not on it. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's the reason why we have Paul. He does all that stuff. That's the reason why he ain't here tonight. 
Yeah, he's out there working it for me. I know. Mm-hmm. I get that money. I got pimp mama. <laughs> or a pimp named Tarzana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that actually works. Uh-huh. Sounds great. Love it. All right. New nickname achieved. <laughs> As you can see, she's becoming more and more the podcast people. It's true. She was so shy that you're there at times, so and now she's just rolling with the punches. And y'all would not let me harass her on the first time out. <laughs> that was so wrong. I felt so depraved that night. Uh, it's okay. You survived. Yes, I survived, <laughs> and now I'm an object of your sexual harassment. Ma'am, please yes. quit taking. Quit putting your hands under my shirt. Oh. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I need another really <laughs> Okay, Jen, tell the listeners where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tarzana, and I also have an Ask FM, and that's at Tarzana as well. And Mr. Durrell. Uh, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can ask me questions on Ask FM. That is ask.fm backslash ukami75. And if you want to send me evil emails, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And Jim. You can find me at zero alucard27 on Twitter. You can also find me on the Nintendo Network at rinoku95. Um, I'm playing a lot of Smash recently, so there's that. Um, yeah, and uh, feel free to, uh, you know, just contact me, talk, fun stuff like that. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. And you can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to sketch at tsunamifaithful.com. Please email me your thoughts. Oh, baby, I'm going to email you some thoughts, all right? <laughs> wait, oh, wait. do go on. Oh, yes. <laughs> and there's your go on for the episode, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Drink! Drink! And that does it for this episode of the Tommy Faithful Podcast. As always, thank you for listening each and every week. We appreciate your listenership, and we can't believe that you tolerate us. <laughs> <laughs> Peace! We're out! Kisses! Kisses! make. <laughs> 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 what's the sound that the balls make? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
He got some brass balls. What's the sound the balls make? Oh! It makes a. Oh, God. Yeah, y'all terrible, man. <laughs>